Hey everybody, it's Sabine, and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Jack of All Games Podcast. Joining us today, as always, is my co-host, Justin. Hey, how's it going, fellas? And fellets? God, fuck. Okay, butchered. Yeah, well, so much for that one. So, you want to try this again, or shall we keep going? Let's just keep going. Alright. Alright. So, people, people will eventually come around to the idea that I'm absolutely awkward as fuck on the mic. You're awkward. So, anyways, we'd like to welcome you to another episode today of Jack of All Games Podcast. Today we'll be talking about a special topic, or uh, let me rephrase that, a topic special to Justin today. One that I'm actually a little bit more knowledgeable. I know I botched the last two, but that's because I had like six weeks of training. This one I've been playing. This one I've been de- uh, messing around with since I was in high school. So we're going to be covering the Shimigami Tensei series. Now I know that's a bit of a mouthful, but eh. Oh, wait till you hear some of the titles. That will con- be considered brief. So, um, <laughs> seeing as today this is his episode, I'd like to turn it over to him. Okay. <clears throat> Turning over to me, it's a really, I'll, I'll, I'll start by saying it's really difficult to find a place to start the beginning. There's a lot of beginnings, we'll put it that way, because there's a lot of um, offshoot games. You know, you've got main series Megami Tensei. Right. Then you've got an offshoot of Megami Ibun Roku Persona, or in I, American. Didn't I tell you the names are going to start getting complicated, guys? <laughs> in American, in English... Revelations Persona. That was the American release. Wow, see? And it's so much easier. Right? Uh, and Revelations Persona technically was the first game. They dropped it. They dropped the uh, Revelations thing when they hit Persona 2. Gotcha. Then you've got things like, uh, once again, Megami Iban Roku. <laughs> Come on, keep going. Keep going. Don't stop now. Devil Survivor and Devil Survivor 2. No, no, you gotta say the whole thing all at one time. You can't stop like that. Megami Iban Roku, Devil Survivor, and Devil Survivor 2. There you go. See, now, there you go. Now it has the effect. Then things like, oh, Last Bible. Last Bible 2, Last Bible 3, Rond. Just, there's a a whole mess of different games that technically fall under the uh, Shin Megami Tensei moniker. Gotcha. But are different series entirely. It's like Atlas couldn't decide whether or not they wanted to place it in that universe, so they they have considered it. Okay, so yeah, I was just gonna close the curtain. Oh quick. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, cause um, that's about to start hitting you in the face right now, and it ain't gonna be nice. Oh yeah, I appreciate that. I hate when things hit me in the face. I'll be considering and let you know before I do. Aw, thank you. Oh, anytime. I needed that squirt. <laughs> so. Oh, please tell me the microphone picked all that up and it wasn't all quiet. Oh, it was absolutely. It, it picked up. You can see the uh, the audio spikes. Don't underestimate the power of my microphone. All right. What happens now? Um, audio editing. <laughs> all right. Well, sorry about that, folks. The, now we're back. The magic of audio editing. I made a very quick adjustment to things. Hopefully, you, uh, I don't blow your eardrums out with my laughter. Moving back on. Sorry about my voice, folks. And there are also games that are that belong to two different series that technically take place in the same universe as well. <clears throat> Shin Megami Tensei If for the uh, Nintendo Entertainment Super Nintendo. Sorry. I think, I want to say it was Super Nintendo. 
spawned the Persona series itself. Well, the idea did. Okay. So in, I can't believe I'm just like skipping through my notes, but it'll work. I told you before, man, the notes are a good idea, but... Oh, it gives me something to eyeball on. Um, anyway. So, in SMT, if you you contract demons, yes. You summon demons, yes. But your guardian demon differs. Okay, you want to explain these a little bit? Okay, yes. I probably should. Yeah. Uh, once again, skipping around. So, in Shin Megami Tensei... That's S... SMT. We'll just do it that way. There in SMT, your whole... Think about it like Pokemon, but really fucking edgy. It is edgelord Pokemon. And it also does help that, technically speaking, it came out, I do believe, before Pokemon. Did it? Yeah, it came out on Famicom. Okay. Original Megami yeah. Tensei 1 and 2 came out on Famicom. And then we had Pokemon come out in the 90s for Game Boy. Okay, the Famicom, for those who don't know, is the Super Nintendo... It was the Nintendo Entertainment System before the Nintendo Entertainment System. Didn't it still run on discs? No, it was cartridges. It was still cartridge, okay. I, I believe. I, maybe floppy? Possibly. But regardless, don't, it don't, was Nintendo... Don't quote me, folks. Yeah, we're, we need to brush up on our classic retro game lore. But Listen, this is why we're Jack of most games. Or Jack of... Damn it! We're see? jack of all games, master of none. I see. Yeah, I know. It's better than a master of one. I get it. But either way, we don't have a mastery over everything. We just have dabble knowledge. But that's why we say jack. Anyways, folks, sorry. Moving on. He, he's really stuck on just getting rid of the 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 current title and moving. L listen, I like the title. I growing up. With English as a second language, I was always told conciseness is key. Meaning, use the words you mean to say. Yeah, well, we don't know all games. I don't know Risk. Do you know Parcheesi? Yes. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, Parcheesi was a childhood game of mine, but we're straying too far now. So, came out on Famicom. Is the uh, idea that you can go ahead and run around and you build your party. You do not just start your RPG with a party. Okay, just like pretty much every other one. Oh, versus Final Fantasy, where you start with the four war warriors of light. Uh, okay, maybe OG Final Fantasy, sure. Yeah, yeah. OG Final Fantasy, and then like a couple, a uh, couple games later, party members enter and leave your party at will, but. That's beyond the point. This is not I Want to Be Your Canary. <laughs> oh, the Final Fantasy podcast I've been listening to. Okay. Um, so think about... To put you in the mindset of how the game itself is designed and functions... Well, designed. I'll leave it at design because function and design are different. Think about it like Punk Rock Pokemon. Punk Rock Final Fantasy. What you do is you run around and instead of capturing demons in a uh, in a capsule in a pokeball, you contract them through something called the demon summoning program, which in later game lore is written by Stephen Hawking. No, Stephen Hawking is now a fifth dimensional transcendent being in this game. I just want you to know. 
I mean, if anyone were supposed to make it to that state, it would be him. I agree. I mean, I do, I do like a good Stephen Hawking theory. But this demon summoning program gives you the ability to understand and speak demonic languages. It'd be like a, uh, it'd be like a human picking up in Dungeons and Dragons. It'd be like a human picking up a tome and then just automatically learning abyssal. Don't they have tomes that do that though? Yes, yes they do. Okay, so basically you're si you're signing a contract with the demon to work for you. Yeah. What's they working for you for? What's the price? Well, that could be anything. You can give away items like life stones, medicines, you know, restoratives, or it can be money. They actually charge you something called maka, which is the currency of hell. Question. Answer. Does the amount you give them influence the creature you get in any way, shape, or form? Oh, no, that's not how that works. They make the demands. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, the demons make all the demands. The demon will say, hey, I want this. If you have it, hey, good for you. Kinda. If you don't have it, well, you could also carry on the fight. Some demons are a little bit more malleable than others. Some will say, okay, you don't have a life stone. How about you give me some magnetite? Which magnetite is how you in, in lore, magnetite is how you materialize your demons. It's crystallized mana. Okay. At least that's my understanding of it. Gotcha. Now, other question. Okay. If you don't have enough to make a contract with said demon. Oh, you're fighting it. Can you come back again? Or can oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Now, when, you, when you find this demon again, because it's random encounters. When you find this demon again, you can try as many times as you want. Okay, so can you have multiple demons of the same type in your party? No. So you can't have like two succubi, two... No, no. Okay, so what you can do, or is, what ends up happening is they say something to the effect of, Oh, I already see you've got somebody from the pixie race. Here, have some maca. Here, have some magnetite. Here, have a medicine. Medicine. And then they promptly fuck off. Okay. So it's one of every type. But, there is a loophole to that, kind of. Demon fusion. Say you have a pixie and you have a slime and then it makes sow... My nose is really itchy. Sorry. Yeah. Demon and a slime and it makes uh, Preda. Okay? Okay. Now that you no longer have a demon and no longer have a slime, you can go back out and get a pixie and a slime. Okay, so because you fuse them, it doesn't mean you still have them. It just... Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Once you fuse them, those demons disappear. You can go out and recruit them again. Or summon them from your demon compendium. Which... That takes place in somewhere called the Cathedral of Shadows. Which you have to unlock when you progress. It's about it's like the first hour, first half hour in some games. Needless to say, it doesn't take all that long to get the Cathedral of Shadows unlocked. Okay. So, I think in base Shin Megami Tensei, the the game that uh, the game the first game on Super Nintendo Right. I played for maybe about a half, uh, about 25, 20, 20, 25 minutes. Okay. 
to get the Cathedral of Shadows unlocked. And But that was because I already knew where to go in that first area. Right. Because I had played through the first area a lot. Any particular reason why? Well, they don't give you any sort of indication of where to go. Oh, uh, okay. They're very much figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Well, just like classic Final Fantasy. They, they expected you to draw the map yourself. and. Right, right, exactly. Though, um, aqua- uh, the Game Boy remake, the, the Game Boy reskin for Shin Megami Tensei 1 gave you an auto-mapper okay. that you could pull up with the, uh, the L button. So that you didn't have to sit there with graph paper and just sketch out every single fucking dungeon. Gotcha. I mean, the auto mapper was in the Super Nintendo port, but it was buried in menus. Well, that's also because the Super Nintendo was still just coming, wasn't it? Still kind of in the process of it? Well, how to put it? Developing on the Super Nintendo, people were trying to find their niche. Gotcha. Okay, the consumer likes this. The consumer does not like this. If we add this quality of life achieve uh, this quality of life update here, next game, we might be able to drum in more sales. Gotcha. So, so it was a so it was a constant tweak upon the previous game. Well, yeah, because they, this was you know before the convenience of the internet. Right. Well, convenience of the internet on your system. Convenience of internet, period, really. You know, there was a meme about that uh, that I saw not too long ago that kind of encapsulated that pretty well. Mm -hmm. You're going to be telling your grandchildren when they're older. They're going to look at you. Grandpa, what did you do when a game used to suck ass? We dealt with it. Mm -hmm. Before these internet updates, if a game sucked when it came out, the game sucked when it died. Yeah, you took it back to GameStop and sold it and never touched it again. And you sold it and you cried, not because you were selling the game, but because they were giving you $2 on a $60 game. Well, they were pretty... They, they were. I, I get that's hyperbole. That's hyperbolic. To a point. You spent... Okay, that depends on when you traded it in, too, though. Like, if you, tra- if you bought it, played the entirety of it over the span of, like... No. What gets me is a bullshit, and this has happened to me before. I shit you not. Mm-hmm. Dude, like a string fucking came out straight. I shit you not. I sold my copy of Robotech Battle Cry for the PS2. Okay? Mm-hmm. They gave me $2.50 for this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Four days later, I regretted it. Because I actually enjoyed that game. I was rough up. I'm like, you know what? Let me see how much I get. Went back to go get it. I figured, fuck it. Two bucks. Probably going to be on sale for 14. I paid a little bit more than what I got for it. Whatever. I can deal with that. It was a good game. I paid 14. 145 fucking dollars because it was a collector's edition. Or because it was a fucking collector's item. Oh, damn. They made a hundred and forty-three dollar markup on your ass. Yeah. So when I say something like I'm not bullshitting. Well, I've not had that issue. I I legit mean like no. Yeah, I haven't had that issue. 
Like, do you know how much I, I walked into uh, the exchange the other day? You know how much a copy of Heart Gold is right now? No. Two hundred. Damn. You know how much a copy of Red and Blue is right now? How much? Three. Three hundred. Fuck. Well, they also gotta make mar No, I'm not even gonna justify that. There is no justification. Shit. Yeah. So. Fuck these collect. Like, don't get me wrong, dude. Collectors. Are Anyways, sorry. Back to the. Sorry. Back. Back to the. Back to the. Okay, so we stemmed way off topic there. I forgot even where I was at. We're a very tangential topic. Yeah. So you were talking about Shimigami Tensei, the Shadow Temple, the the, the, the the Cathedral of Shadows. Yeah. Half hour. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, You yeah. only play, played a half hour. We had gotten on the topic of before the internet, there was no updates. So there was a. Uh, we were talking about quality of life. Yep. Improvement to this game, the previous version. Why were we talking about that? How they were tweaking the previous game. Each game was oh, an yeah, improvement yeah, yeah, upon yeah. the last. So, the whole evolution... Pardon. The whole evolution of that... Oh no, we were talking about the auto-mapping skill. Yeah. Now, there's a, there's a reason that auto-mapping in the uh, older series was a pain in the ass. Okay? It is a first-person view. It is a first-person dungeon crawler. Each and every dungeon is in first-person. So imagine old-school Doom for the PC. Yeah, where you... Well, kinda. You still had the ability to move freely, for the most part, right. in Doom. No, it's first-person tile-based. Okay, so, it, so it's Pokemon first-person. Kinda. Demon Pokemon first-person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, that's, that's a good way to put it. It still functions relatively similar. Uh, you press the up button once, you move forward exactly one tile. Okay. Now, how do you turn around backwards? Press the down button. Do you have to press it twice to move backwards, or does it automatically just... Bleh? No, it turns you around, and then you have to push the up button to move forward. So you hit down on the D-pad. To turn you around. To turn you 180. And then you push up to move in the tile that you want to be. Okay, so it actually was like you actually have to physically turn right, before right. you start walking. Okay, cool. I was, because I was curious, is it like, can you start walking backwards down a hallway and just like run into something? Well, now for my listeners, for our listeners, sorry, for our listeners, you won't be able to see this, but I will show you an example. Okay. So, yeah, will... he's pulling it up right now as we speak. He's Pulling it up, pulling it up. Hey, Background enjoy music. some of that music. Oh my, oh so, got 80s. So, oh, I you get turn ya. left, one tile, one tile. Down, turns you all the way around. One tile, one tile. Hit the wall. Gotcha. I like how it's got the directionals on the top. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it tells you northeast, south, and west. Generally speaking, because there are NPCs that will give you, hey, head to the east. Okay, so or in the east corridor of fuck you dungeon is this item. Gotcha. Get me that fucking item and I'll give you what you want. Okay. Now. And most of the games 
most most of the uh, Mega main Megami Tensei games up to the PS2 ports function just like that. Okay. I'm talking mainline, not Last Bible, which functioned like Final Fantasy, not uh, Ronde or Rond, which was uh, RT, uh, not RTS, uh, SRPG. Okay. Or things of that nature. It was or uh, Devil Children, which was a Game Boy port, just like, just like Pokemon. I'll say just like Pokemon. A lot of people will get mad about that, but it was just like Pokemon. Gotcha. Just dark. I mean, you went through the same process. Beat the shit out of the demon with your demon and then capture it. It's just the capturing process was a little different. It was stored in a, uh, it was stored in a kind of a comp, a, 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 a PDA. A, P a computer. Yeah, PDA. Handheld, well, yeah. all that. Yeah, it was the 90s, 80s. PDAs were the thing back then. Mm -hmm. And as a matter of fact, stemming back to SMT1, a lot of the character designs, so... They're, they're very, very cyberpunk, okay? Okay. You've got this whole wrist gauntlet, and your computer interface is up on the up on your arm like that, and then there's like a metric fuck ton of wires coming off of your arm, stretching back to a battery pack on your back. They gave you a fucking power glove. Yes. Dear fucking lord, they gave you a power glove. Oh, they gave you a pit boy with extra steps. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever see a power glove? Power glove? No. Okay, so back in the early 90s Wait and 80s, it was a cheesy attachment for the original game, for the original Nintendo Entertainment System, where it was supposed to be like, have the controller on your hand. I think, so, I think my brother had one. Yeah, it was, I mean, Nintendo was trying to do some cool stuff when it came to peripherals. They were the big thing about always trying the new shit. Mm -hmm. Like, they had the first, um... 3D virtual system. The biggest issue, it, it was called the Virtual Boy. It was... I know Virtual Boy. As a matter of fact, there's SMT on the Virtual Boy, too. Oh, dear fucking lord. Jack Bros. Oh, that would give me such a headache. Now, here's the... Great timing. I haven't used my notes once. <laughs> yeah. So, with Jack Boys. Uh, Jack Bros. Yeah, Jack Boys. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> with Jack Bros, what you did was you took... One of three characters, Jack the Ripper, Jack Frost, or uh, Jack-O-Lantern. Okay. jack o wait, sorry, Jack-O-Lantern is the uh, character in Persona 5. I'm sorry, let me pull up his real name first. I swear to- Pyro-Jack, sorry. Okay. And uh, Pyro-Jack, one of those three Jacks, call, uh, that's the reason Jack Bros. And you ran him through a maze. With, and, the, and there would be enemies that would come after you and attack you, right? Right. Well, each jack had a special uh, attack that it could do to get rid of these enemies. Jack the Ripper had his knife. Okay. Pyro Jack had fire. And... Jack Frost has no. Yeah, of course. Well, Agi and Bufu, but anyway. They're very... They're very... Yeah, they're named for it. Yeah, they're variations. So... Obviously, fire and fire overtaken, you know. Yeah, so you had, you ended up with Agi, Maragi, um, Agalau. Bless you. Right. <laughs> Are Maragi. you cursing me? <laughs> Maragion, which is like, 
I'll explain them. Agi, low fire damage. One one enemy. Fire. Maragi. Low fire damage, all enemies. Uh, okay, so it'd be more like spark and then fire. Yeah, yeah. So, Maragi, low fire damage, all enemies. Agilau, moderate fire damage, one enemy. Maragion, moderate fire damage, everybody. Fire, fire, Aga. Yeah, yeah. Then you've got, uh, what was it, uh, Agadine and Maragadine, which is like high fire damage and high fire damage to everybody. Have you seen the new ones that they added for, um... Kingdom Hearts 3, I think they added them? No. It's like Blizzendaga or something like that. Fucking, it's like a, a combination attack that you can use or some shit. Oh, it's been a minute since the last time I played Kingdom Hearts 3, but it was like the step up above Thundaga. Oh, okay, so in uh, in Final Fantasy Brave Exvius, the mobile game that I yeah. sit there and just waste time on, uh, they, they take it a step forward and it's like... Thundala or some shit. Yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. They just they, they they tack on the extra syllable. Yeah. But anything with a ma suffix uh, prefix is going to be party wide or entire enemy. Okay. Anything with uh or anything with a suffix is going to be more powerful. Okay. So except for your uh, debuffs which affect the entire party or the entire enemy regardless. Okay. At least in mainline. Because in Persona, buffs and debuffs only only affected one enemy or one player, and they didn't stack, they just extended numbers of turns. Okay. In Shin Megami Tensei, buffs and debuffs affect the whole party, and they stack. Oh, shit. Yeah, so for three turns, you could have times four uh, to your agility, but that's only for, like, three or four turns. Right. In Persona... You have times two agility, but for three, six, or nine turns. Okay, for however many times you cast it. Yeah. What's a cap? Four. Times four. Okay, so however many turns times four. So if, like, if it's... Yeah, so double, triple, quadruple. Okay. Yeah. By the time you're hitting quadruple, you can't cast it anymore. Okay. It's capped. So it caps out at nine or twelve? So if it's... So... You cast Kira, for yeah. example. I, I know that's not what it's called, but you cast Kira. Yeah. Kira's for three turns. You cast it four times or three times? Three more times after that. Okay, so one cast, then three more casts. So a total yeah. of four casts. Yeah, four total casts. Okay. And then you're cut. No more casting. Okay, four casts, period. Yes. Gotcha. And, and until, you know, obviously, all 12 turns have played out. Yes. Okay. Yes. If you're in the battle that long. Oh, short battles. Well, they can be. They definitely can be. Certain boss fights I've had stretch... I've had them stretch a solid half hour. Damn. Other boss fights, I just... I breeze, I breeze through in like 10-15 minutes. Okay. Most of those breeze-through boss fights... Are usually just after the tutorial, hey, have fun in the first dungeon. In the baby lands. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Pardon. So, for example, in Persona 4, your first boss takes place in a dungeon that isn't a dungeon. It's the tutorial boss. It gets your partner, it gets your partner his persona. Okay. 
that one I was able to breeze through in like five minutes just skipping through all the tutorial because I've played Persona 4 multiple times. Okay, so is there a difference between Shin Megami Tensei and Shin Megami Tensei Persona? Yeah. I can explain. Uh, okay, there's a couple of major differences in Japan. Other than the name, you know, yeah. title. <coughs> okay, so by technicality, where do I start with this? There's tons of differences. What's the biggest difference between Shin Megami Tensei mm -hmm. and Shin Megami Tensei Persona? Well, the biggest between the two well for starters your party is your friends okay you're not contracting demons matter of fact in the Hashino personas persona 3 4 and 5 you, uh, well persona 3 and 4 we'll put it that way okay persona 3 and 4 you're getting all of your personas uh, during this event called shuffle time okay where you're dealt several cards one of them could be a persona one of them could be a weapon one of them could be a some money or bonus money or an item or an item yeah okay so demon weapon or item right so in persona 3 it functioned like this it was all it was a uh, kind of like playing three card monty okay that uh, you had to press X on the card that you thought is the one that you wanted <coughs> Sorry. You're fine. In Persona 4, shuffle time functioned more like this. You got a layout of four cards and you got to choose one. Okay. You saw what was going on and you were and you got to choose whichever one you wanted. Okay, so in the first one it was a blind draw. In three it was a blind draw. Yeah. Out of three choices. Oh, well, it's three card Monty. You've got three cards. Right. This one's Persona. This one's... Money. money this I... one's ex experience okay they were sh uh, they were flipped over shuffled okay so you didn't even know okay then you would pick one gotcha if you watched the card that you wanted you knew what you were gonna get gotcha but there are points in time where I would lose fucking track and go oh fuck it this one okay um major difference number two is the title of course well yeah I just explained how you got your personas. Oh, the story, definitely. It's not post-apocalyptic. Okay, so the original Shin Megami Tensei series is post-apocalyptic. Yeah, mainline is almost, almost, always post-apocalyptic. So po post-apocalyptic in what sense? Post, like, atomic apocalypse? Demon yeah. Demonic incursion apocalypse? Well, the, uh, uh, that depends on the storyline. Okay, so there are those that occur yeah smt1 okay. is post-apocalyptic fucking the united states drop bombs okay uh the first half of the game is just standard tokyo everything's hunky-dory gotcha. no bombs halfway through you figure out Pre president thor man is the uh god thor ha huh. ha jesus gee really? who'd have thought right thor man <laughs> thor man Oh, the developers get shit for that a lot. I thought I thought his name was supposed to be Thurman. No, it's Thorman. Yeah, right. You're so, just not putting the right inflection on the right syllable. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, going th either way, the bombs are dropped. It's just if you're going the law route. Did we start with Japan to make them to let them know whether we weren't sorry for not clocking Hiroshima? We started with Japan because that's where all the demons are coming from. Now, quick, quick, quick question. Okay. This is a Japanese company making this game? Yep. What? Well, I guess they are self-hating Jews. Anti-Semitism, sir? No, no, not anti not not anti-Semitism, because I'm not saying anything negative about them. I'm just saying there are self-hating Jews. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Why would Japanese people make a game where America starts by dropping a uh, dropping atomic bombs on them for having a demon incursion coming from there? Uh, that's more of an underdog tale. I get it, but but and they they only started. <laughs> My assumption is that they started over there. America dropped bombs on everybody. They caused like full nuclear holocaust. No, I I get that, but it's like do even if it is an underdog story, do you really want to be ground zero? No. No. But I'm, I mean the catalyst I'm, I'm not sure why they made that design choice. No, this is just me just Tan tangentialing. Yeah, tangentialing here. Just fondling jiggling, a little bit. Jiggling the tangentials a bit. Yeah, you know. <laughs> just fondling them a bit. Yeah, I'm not sure about that design choice, but it does recur. As a matter of fact, okay, SMT2 takes place directly in the middle of SMT... Uh, no, it's a direct continuation. Like, there, there are anime where, you know, Japan are the underdog stories, but, you know, it's generally... There's an uprising of them coming to strength out of it. What puts me to mind is, uh, uh, what is it? Come on. What is it, boy? What is it? Tell me. Code Geass. Thank you, Code yeah. Geass. I had the I had Wh to do the whole. Why did that give? Why did that tell me? Well, the, the opening theme. He always like yeah. alludes to his eye, so I had to do the whole hand movement thing to. Yeah. Okay, I get... No, I, okay. See, that's that's actually what I was thinking of when I say that. It's like, I could... That makes sense, you know? Japan starting as an underdog and coming up, you know... Yeah, yeah. From Britannica? <laughs> anyway. Which, is, in all reality, if you really look at it in the map, Britannia is actually really the United States. Right. Right. But that's also a timeline where the United States lost a civil war. Or lost the Revolutionary War. Yeah, yeah. So y'all, there is also that to take into account. Where you know, you know, I read something the other day, and I'm halfway tempted to ch fact check it just to see if it's true. Do you know what the most widely celebrated holiday in the world is? What? With it occurring almost once every six days. What? Independence Day. From British rule. <laughs> Please fact check that and get back to me. I need to double check that, but if I understand correctly from what I read, that is the most celebrated holiday in the world, occurring once every like seven and a half days. 
some country out there is celebrating their independence from British rule. That's rough. Fact check that and please get back to me. We'll do the same thing next podcast. <clears throat> Although, you know, it would be pretty cool to find out if that's true. Because you know what that tells me? What? Britain was fucking huge at one point. You know what else that tells me? They 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 kind of just pulled a... Uh, what is that? Black Legion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, broke apart once everything fell apart. Yep. You know, they're actually talking about going back to the imperial system. Huh? Britain's always been a metric system country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're talking about going back to inches and... Pounds and ounces and... Really? Yeah. Why? Freedom. Since the exit Brexit. Since the whole Brexit oh, thing. Oh, okay, okay, They're yeah. just like, Haha, we've got freedom. We're going to pounds and... Have fun trying to... Ha- have fun. We're, we're a non-extradition country. And here all this time I was trying to learn the metric system for nothing. Metric system isn't too hard. It's just conversion from miles to uh, kilometers that always trips me up. I mean, I got, I got grams and kilos down real well, <laughs> but of course you did. <laughs> Listen, my grams to ounce conversion is fucking great. <laughs> Where was I? Oh yeah, SMT two. Yes. Let's drag it back to that. So it was Dura- post-apocalyptic the uh, first time from bombs. Yeah. Okay, that's SMT one. SMT2 is a direct continuation. Okay. Earth is still fucked. So did the bombs dropping open like a portal to hell or something? Oh no, the portal was already open. So what caused a portal open? Let me... Let me think a minute. Um... Like... See... Being Japan, the big way I could see them... Like... I don't see them willingly being the... Ground Zero? Yeah. No, no. No, no. It was... I See, I could see it being more like a military experiment or something along those lines that went awry. They were trying to open like a Stargate or something. Yeah, that's exactly... Okay, that's, that's exactly what uh, uh, what it was, was the uh, creation of the terminal system. So, a terminal is like warp travel. Okay. You open... Uh, the terminal takes you from point A to point B, like... Speedy quick. Right. They figured out how to travel the warp. Yeah, it's teleportation. Okay. So, Stephen Hawking was the lead on that one. Okay, now see that... And Stephen fucked up and opened a uh, a dimension to hell, the uh, the Expanse. Okay. So, by te- because we're grouping everything into the category of demons in this game, gods included... Okay, so it's a broad spectrum term, not literally just demon. Yeah. By technicality, heaven and hell are the same in the same realm. Okay, so the they, expanse. They took it like a Greek version of it. Yeah, yeah. So Stephen Hawking creating the terminal system opened up a gateway to the expanse and demons started pouring in. Gotcha. In Japan. I don't know why Hawking did this in Japan, but I digress. Okay. That we wouldn't have a story without. Right. And I mean, if it's going to be any scientist discovering a way to open up a portal to another realm, of course, it's got to be Stephen Hawking. Oh, absolutely. I feel like if he didn't die, we'd be relatively close. 
You know he had a wicked sense of humor. Yeah, I know. I've, I I know what story you're getting at too. The the the. Thing. Yeah the, the 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 flatline thing and he just passes out. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So then he creates the demon summoning program. To combat the demons and. Well. There's more weird lore that comes with fucking Stephen Hawking. Make friendly with them. Yeah, yeah. Like, Stephen Hawking becomes a transcendental being. Once again, if anyone figures out how to do that... It'd be Stephen Hawking. But he becomes a transcendental being and joins up with this other uh, fifth dimensional transcendental being called the Axiom. Who hates God. Hates YHVH. Yahweh. Yeah, Yahweh. Yahweh is a uh, fourth dimension. Uh, yeah, fourth. Di- <laughs> four- Jesus. <laughs> oh, well, that's not anti-Semitic. I'm apologizing. <clears throat> Another fourth dimensional. Uh, God is uh, YHVH is a trans. Is a fourth W-H. dimension. <laughs> In the game, it's YHVH. Oh, okay. It's a. Uh, okay. No, see, I'm sorry. It's a product label. Okay, dead silence, sorry. The, the look of disappointment on my face, finding out it's a product label. Well, all of the angels relative, look relatively similar to constructs. Okay. They're, they have no free will. They're robotic. And okay. YHVH is the AI that creates these. Well, the Axiom and Stephen Hawking both hate YHVH. So they create messiahs just to fuck with him. Which is in game two. YHVH creates a messiah in your in your rival. And then the Axiom Well, you're a messiah too. I'm not sure I don't think the Axiom is involved here. Axiom's SMT4 lore. Please tell me that YHVH creates a bo- uh, creates a construct construct called J35U5. No, unfortunately, I fucking wish Jesus and Leak speak. <laughs> <laughs> no, clever as that is, no. Damn it! Right. I'm sorry. They they missed out a major. Like, come on. They're sending a messiah. Their company name is YHVH. They're all angels. Right. Dude, that's like fucking head... Sorry. Sorry. I was gonna say that's like... You ever heard of the company Head and Shoulders? (laughs) Making a bottle called Knees and Toes? Making a body wash called Knees and Toes? Right. It'd be nice. The jingle writes itself. (laughs) They did something similar to that, though. They had a head, shoulders, knees, and toes commercial. Right, but it wasn't for. It was for their. It was for their, 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 their hair care. It was not for their for a body wash. That's what I'm saying. They missed up. A... Missed opportunities abound. Sorry. Oh, you're fine. But then we have. In the gap here. There's like a gap of 50 years between Game 1 and Game 2. And the only thing that's linking Game 1 and Game 2... Is Stephen Hawking and the, uh, the, the YHVH? Uh, not quite. Nakajima created a uh, 
a video game to house the demon Pazuzu. Nakajima comes from the Famicom games. No, wait. I'm mixing up my lore here. Fuck. Okay. Back to SMT 1 and 2. There is a major difference between Megami Tensei for the Famicom and Megami Tensei for the uh, SNES. I forgot to mention this earlier in the podcast and I apologize. Okay. Megami Tensei 1 and 2 for the Famicom correlate more directly with the books. There's a book series for it? It's shitty. Wow, okay. They started as books. <clears throat> gotcha. Yeah. The fact that you didn't even hesitate to call them out like that. I'm sorry, guys. The, the, the first book was okay. The second book was fucking weird. The third book ends with a fight between you and Lucifer in space riding on the back of Cerberus. Repeat that back to me one more time. The first book is okay. You actually No, no, go... the last part, the last part. Oh yeah, the third book ends with you and you and Yumiko riding on Cerberus fighting Lucifer in space. Dude was twacked out of his fucking mind when he wrote these books. Dude, sounds like a bad episode of Uncle Grandpa. Uncle Grandpa. Oh my god. Tell me it doesn't. I'm not even going to tell you it doesn't. But Atlas picked up the or Atlas asked for the right to make a game based off of the books. Which is where we get Megami Tensei 1 and 2. It's like... And I'm guessing you're using the term based loosely? Very loosely. Very loosely. The story is way more coherent. Okay, so they actually... You know, that is one of the very few times I've ever heard someone say that the story is more cohesive in the video game than the book. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's the sad part. That's why I forgot about the books. Okay. So there's a book series. That's Famicom Megami Tensei. Megami Tensei 1 for the Famicom. You're climbing climbing several towers, running through dungeons. Right. Sealing off Lucifer again. Okay. Megami Tensei 2 takes place a couple years after the events of Megami Tensei 1. I'm not sure of the stretch of time. Right. Once again, I am sorry. I, I know I took notes, but these are things that I did forget about in my notes. Okay. Megami Tensei 2 takes place a couple... It could be 5 or 50 years after the events of Megami Tensei 1. Right. And the only thing linking Megami Tensei 2 to Megami Tensei 1 is the game that Nakajima wrote to, to house the demon Pazuzu. Okay. In this set of games as well... Nakajima is the one who writes the demon summoning program. Gotcha. And that sends him to Daedalus Tower, starting off the whole fucking bullshit. Yeah. Okay. Now in Megami Tense in Shin Megami Tensei, now we can come back here. In Megami in Shin Megami Tensei 2 for the Super Nintendo. I wanna say it was Yeah, it was Super Nintendo. Because Kyuyaku Megami Tensei was just Megami Tensei. It was Famicom Tensei. Right. Combined. Okay, so... It was, a, it was like Duck Hunt and Mario. 
Right, where they did like the double pack. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, Kyuyaku was Megami Tensei 1 and 2. But moving on back here. Shin Megami Tensei 2 takes place in during the apocalypse of Shin Megami Tensei 1. After the events of your main character shutting down the gates of hell and all that. Okay. You take control of... I, this is... I haven't played a lot of SMT2. Gotcha. Because the early game... The early Megami Tensei games are fucking painful. Painful how? <clears throat> Mainly in their demon negotiations. Demon negotiation is painful as shit in all of the games. Right. But in 1 and 2... It's... It's a bleeding fucking headache. Why so? You don't know how to answer. There's no indica indication that you are taking the uh, conversation in the proper path to get you a demon. So it's like a dating game too? You have to fucking chat them up right? Yes. You have to chat them up right just to get the opportunity <coughs> to exchange goods for services. That just sounds like prostitution with extra steps. Pretty much. But and you have to chat all the you have to chat the demons up in all the games. Right. It was easiest for me in Nocturne. Because there was some form of indication and conversations didn't take that long. So they don't have like any sort they don't tell you you're choosing any No. You have to guess. You have to grind. How many options are there per, per demon? Oh, God. Okay. So there's four options just to get to the... Uh, it ranges from like two to four options. Right. Sorry. One to four options. I really don't like the way you just fucking answered this. I'm going to kill you. Up to... No, okay. Which is like two answers. Right. And then there's four, which is... I really don't trust you, but we're going to try it. Four answers, four four exchange, four conversational exchanges. Okay. And then you have to give them every single item that they want to get them on your team. Now let me ask you a question. Hmm. Do you think that might be because there was something lost in translation? Oh, probably, more than likely. A lot of the early games were fan translated. Okay. So there could be something lost in translation. But then again, I'm not entirely too sure because a lot of the ones for the 3DS were of relatively the same card. They just they just didn't take as long. You're reading these conversations and going, I'm not too sure. Oh. It's a lot of guesswork when you're negotiating with demons, but they it's a little bit more forgiving the further you go on in the series. Well, I mean, I guess that does make sense. It's always been known that demons have never been direct with what they want. Yeah. Oh no, they'll tell you what they want, what they really, really want. <laughs> so tell me what you want, what you really, really want. But. But. So are you gonna tell me what you want? What you really, really want? Pizza. We already did? <laughs> but no, they, uh. It's just getting the conversation to go that route. It's a lot of mental chess. Gotcha. Now. 
Does the type of demon give you like any indication of what route, more or less? Absolutely. Okay, so here's the thing. Say you're ta in the early games and some of the newer games as well. Say you're taking the chaos route. Right. You're not gonna get any of the demons in the law route, and you'll get half the somewhere around half the demons of the neutral route. Okay. Because you have lawful neutral and yeah, yeah, and chaotic neutral. Right. Same with the law route. If you enter a conversation with a law line demon playing the chaos route, it'll promptly tell you to fuck off and try to kill you. Damn. So you have to take routes and moon phase into effect. So it's like Tom and Jerry shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So as you're walking around, you'll see in the top left-hand corner right. the phase of the moon. New moon, demons are a whole lot easier to converse with. Okay. Doesn't fucking matter in the early games, but I digress. It doesn't pose a, it doesn't pose as much of a challenge. It doesn't how to put it. It's a lot more willing to make a contract. Kinda. New Moon pretty much makes sure that they're sane enough to actually sit down and talk to you. Full Moon, they are crazed. They are going to beat your ass. There's no talking to them. Full-blown lunacy. Clever. Very clever. Well, that's where the term lunacy yeah, yeah, comes yeah, from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> so, as you're... Oh, Jesus. As you are, um... No, no, take them off if you're going to kick your feet. Yeah, that's what I'm doing now. Had to kick my shoes off, sorry. Um, as, you are as you are playing through and, you know, getting these conversations, the more you repeat these conversations with demons, the more that you start to map out, oh, if I choose this, he'll give me an item. If I choose this, he'll give me money or magnetite. If I choose this, he'll tell me to fuck off. And if I choose this, he's my partner. Okay. Level and your intelligence stat, I do believe, also take effect into this. Well, yeah, I mean, you ever try being stupid trying to talk to a demon? Yes. I went through the I went through half the game without a party. Yeah, how'd that work for you? <laughs> you? There's a reason you only made it through half the game, right? Right. Right. Yeah. So, let me ask you a question real quick, though. Okay. On a scale of 1 to 10, how's the difficulty on that? I can't scale it like that. Here's the thing. The games themselves are hard, yes. If you're playing them with the idea that they are typical... Let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. Okay. Playability. Oh, shit. Jump right in. Okay, because that's one of the big things that I've always had with certain game series is... The only issue that you'll have is learning the spell names. Now, let me retract... Let me jump back to what I was about to previously state. If you jump in with the idea that you're playing a standard JRPG, you're gonna have a bad time. In which case, I would rate it a an 8 on the difficulty scale. Okay. Which is, okay, he just kicked my ass, go grind, come back and kick his ass. Definite learnings. De uh, definitely grind curve. Yeah, uh, kinda. Once or is it more of a learning curve? Learning curve. Okay, so it's... What do you play... What do you do playing a, sta a standard, typical RPG? What do I do? Yeah. A turn-based. Final Fantasy X. You enter the battle. 
throw as many elemental spells from Lulu as humanly possible at it, make sure Titus is smacking the fuck out of him, and never use Waka. You see my point? That is how most... You know, I actually, I actually use Waka. Well, okay, that, that part was a joke. It's, you're always on the offensive, okay? You're never to, I've, I've, everybody I've played with, everybody I've hung around with, my, probably minus you because you're weird. Thank you? You're welcome. They don't use debuffs. Oh, dude, I, listen, as much as I hate to say it, it's like, okay, Pokemon, it, Pokemon is the exception to my rule. Mm-hmm. But for the most part is, they would not give you debuffs if you did not need them. Right. But in the mo in in the case of like once again games like Final Fantasy, I've never seen anybody actually use a debuff. Well, with the occasion of or with the uh, with the exception of a few, Josh, rejected my brother, <laughs> my brother, hit, uh, another mutual friend of mine, uh, another friend of mine. She'll she'll use debuffs in Final Fantasy, but. Outside of that, not many people do. I, debuffs are... Well, not God, but... They're useful. Yeah, for sure, like... But it wouldn't be a... But they would be... Okay. There wouldn't be a need for the boss... Matador... In Megami, in Megami Tensei 3... Nocturne... If people were using debuffs. Well, what's so special about him? He at the beginning of each or at the beginning of the battle he casts a uh, a spell called red capote C A P O T E it's Spanish red capote yeah. yeah capote he casts red capote and it get it automatically maxes out his fucking evasion as in Sukukaja times four how long fucking how many turns? Four turns. So you have to debuff him with Sukunda and then apply Sukukaja to yourself. Playing on normal difficulty, you can get through it in about eight turns. Okay. So playing on hard difficulty. Good fucking luck! <laughs> oh boy. But that's the learning curve is abandon all the preconceived notions that you can skip out on using debuffs and buffs and just buff the shit as out of yourself as much as possible pay attention to your weaknesses pay attention to the enemy's weaknesses because in this game in the later games at least if you crit an enemy you get an extra turn okay so if all four of your characters crit that's or cool. you you uh, crit or you expose a weakness, that is eight total turns that you can take. Can you double crit? Like, can you get a free hit off of the second free hit? Or off the first free hit? You can crit twice, but it's not going to give you an extra turn at that point. Okay, that's what I was... Because they're really technically half turns. Okay. A full turn constitutes the ability to crit or expose a weakness. Okay. Giving you the press turn... A press turn gives you the ability to crit, or allows you to crit, yes, but you don't get another press turn. Okay, so it's like a double strike. Yeah, yeah. So... Crit allows for a, for a double strike. 
Right, so pay attention, pay heavy attention to your enemy's weaknesses. It's like play just like playing in Pokemon. Weakness, right. uh, pay attention to weakness and resistance. But also pay attention to your own because enemies will get extra turns off of exposing your weaknesses. Oh, fun. Okay, so it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, I've been mur I've been murked like that before. Ooh. Forgot what Magatama I had equipped. Fucking dude hit my weakness, killed my main character, and game overed. Damn. In Nocturne in particular, if your main character, di if your MC dies, game over. There are other games like uh, SMT4 where they kind of eliminate that. Right. Well, as long as you have party members alive, you can still continue the battle, and then if you yeah, win... Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're back to one HP. Okay. But if, your whole, but if your whole party dies, game over. Total chaos. Yeah. So, if you finish the battle with at least one demon alive, you'll be able to go in and revive your demons and heal your dude to full. Okay. Heal Flynn to full. Sorry. As, as long as you don't get a total TPK, you'll be alright. Yeah, yeah. You'll be fine. So, where do I go next here? Notes. Alright. So, then you also have the Persona series. Now, you've been seeing, I've been seeing a lot of ads for, like, Persona 5. Yeah. What's the deal with the Persona series? Okay, so Persona was an offshoot. Okay, because I've noticed that they've dropped... That's the other thing I've noticed is when I've seen the ads for the Persona series games, after I think like the Persona series, mm -hmm. like the Shin Megami Tensei Persona series, I think after like three I saw them stop using Shin, Shin Megami, Megami Tensei yeah. in the name and just drop straight to Persona. Well, that's because Persona outranked popularity over Shin Megami Tensei. There's a really good uh, video by Gnarly that I will send you okay. later on who he outlines the beginning of the the growth and popularity of Persona right? and what happened because of that so Persona 1 and 2 release and they make about as much money as uh Initially, about as much money as uh, the regular Shin Megami Tensei series. Right. Gets exported to the West, explodes. Wow, okay. Atlas is just raking in cash. They're still releasing Shin Megami Tensei regularly up until... Oh, God. Up until... Uh... I'm not sure when, but... As things progress, you start seeing more Persona games, more uh, more than Shin Megami Tensei, right around when Hashino took over the Persona series. Okay. Uh, Persona 3, the last Shin Megami Tensei Persona. Okay. Before they dropped the moniker. Yeah, because I've noticed after like Persona 4, I think it was for the PS2? Yeah. Persona 4, Persona 4 Golden, all that. Yeah. It's no longer Shin Megami Tensei Persona. Yeah. Well, that's because it skyrocketed in popularity after 3. Okay. So they started making offshoot, offshoot games for Persona, like Persona Q, Q2, right. Dancing All Night, Persona 4, 
not an offshoot, but you get the point. They started shifting their focus to Persona and kind of sort of neglecting the mainline fans. So we would get... Nah. I'll send you the video. Okay. I'll have for, to watch it. For you, for you guys listening to this... <laughs> I would suggest you go watch you you go surf around uh, Gnarly's channel as well. I'll put I will put the link or at least the name of the video in the description just so you guys just so that you guys can can kind of see what happened. Right. But anyway, where was what was I? Oh, because it's so popular. Yeah. Well, a lot of. A, a lot of Hashino's personas, persona games, right. they they mix the whole dating sim thing into it. Okay. The whole relationship. I, I say dating sim, but it's more like a school relationship management system. Well, no, it's a dating sim. You got to know them. You have to give them gifts. You have to. Uh, certain ones, certain characters, you could you do that with. Yes. Okay. Like your your main party members, you end up dating sim, uh, dating slumming it. I'm not my. I, I grew out of the whole dating sim thing gotcha. a while ago. Thank I God. look back, right? I look back at when I was trying to play him and go, "Oh God, it's kind of like my goth phase." Yeah, goth looks cool, but it didn't look good on me. I didn't have the ability to do it right. It's that odd-shaped head of yours. Yeah, fuck you. But. Listen, it's really hard to take a goth serious that has bright brown hair. Very true. I tried dyeing... Uh, I dyed it blue, but that then I floated more into punk rock. But anyway, this yeah. is not... We're not discussing my style choices here. Or lack of <laughs> style choices. Right. Well, what they did was... What Atlas ended up doing, or Hashino with Persona, was making it a bit more relatable. Okay. You could relate to the characters a little bit more. This one and two played similar to a regular Shin Megami Tensei game, and the characters weren't all too relatable. Okay. At least not in my opinion. What? But you were playing those for that story. Right. You were playing Persona three, four, and five because you could relate a little bit more to the characters. Okay. So, that's why that exploded in popularity, and that's why Joker's in 25 different mo mobile games. Joker's their cash cow right now from Persona 5. Oh, God. Joker's their fucking cash cow. He is raking in the funds. He puts the fun in funds. Yeah, right. They are bathing in gold. Oh, dear Lord. They're, mi they're, they're Midas. Everything, everything they're touching is turning to gold. Yeah. Yeah, you know the only downside that happened to Midas? He ended up with ass's ears. Well, that and also he ended up fucking starving and broke. Yeah. So, I mean, there is a current resurgence in the Shin Megami Tensei series with Shin Megami Tensei Five, and they did market that really fucking well. Right. At least in the community. Yeah, you couldn't go anywhere without fucking seeing ads for it. Without seeing ads for SMT5? Yeah, I'm, I want to buy it. Of course I do, but I want to buy it. <laughs> You're a fangirl, you'll buy it anyways. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll play it even if it is a shit-tier game. 
I won't lie, that's why I played Kingdom Hearts 3. 3 wasn't that bad, they just kind of jipped you on worlds. They jipped you on a lot, actually. No, you know... You know what it is that bugs me so much about 3? What's that? The hype. Yeah. You, you, they undersold. They overhyped. They overhyped and undersold. They straight overhyped. Like... They made you wait 13 fucking years. Mm-hmm. Although, it is kind of appropriate, you know. Come on. Granted, that ending was... Bullshit! It made me cry. It was bullshit! I agree. <laughs> it was bullshit! Only one other thing has made me fucking tear up like that. I hate to admit it. No, I don't. I'll admit it. Okay. Spider-Man, er, Peter Parker's death scene in Endgame. Ooh. Ooh, that did hurt. I will admit, that did hurt, but every, I didn't... Every I didn't... time I watch it, I still get a little... Eh, not in the back of my throat. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's the, the... Pardon. For anybody who's, one, who's wondering, Peter Parker's spidey sense kind of gave him the uh gave him the uh precognition to huh Peter Parker has regenerative abilities not to the extent of Wolverine yeah but he does have regenerative abilities why do you think that fucking he can take on these high powered superhumans right. almost daily and come out on top mhm mm think about it his body was trying to put him together as it was tearing itself apart yeah ow well, I would think that his whole spider sense would give him the idea that he's going to die. Oh, well, yeah, that's the other part to it. But that's part of the also the other reason why he lasted longer than anyone else. That, yeah. And it looked legitimately painful on his face, Didn't too. it? And it turns out that, po that whole portion was all ad-libbed. Right! I didn't know that. Oh! I have a bit of, I have a bit more respect for him. That was all improv in. No, in all honesty, a lot of the interactions between Tony Stark and Spider-Man from those movies were literally just improv improvisation. Improvisation. I know English is not your <sighs> first language, but you have a better grasp on it than most Americans. And that's what happens when you read a lot. Yeah. But it was all improv. A lot of their interactions were all improv between them. Which, by the way, Disney hates off-script acting. So the fact that a lot of it made it into the movies just got just has to go to show how well their chemistry worked together. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, but yeah. S sorry for the other, the other tangential. <laughs> They're everywhere! They're huge! <laughs> Careful, we're on... <laughs> We're Elephant. on our way to our tangential bukkake. Elephantitis and the tangentials. Ooh. <laughs> I've got 10 pound balls. <laughs> Is that a banana in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? No. It's my nuts. Oh, God. My coconuts. <laughs> Clippity clopper. Clippity clop. No, you gotta do something about them, sir. Why? We can't sneak up behind them. <laughs> They hear us when we're on our, on our way. They just hear. 
I'm trying, <laughs> trying to make my way <laughs> to the exit point, but I'm dummy thick, and the clap of my ass cheeks keeps alerting the guards. <laughs> <laughs> and upon the hallway floor there was a clapping. The clap, clap, clapping out of ass cheeks walking down the street. Twas them that I heard. Just dummy thick and nothing more. God damn. I forgot what the hell I was saying. <laughs> dummy thick took over and you said, huh? Alright, so I'm gonna move us to Persona 5. <laughs> Just simply because... Oh, we got oversold. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we started talking about how Kingdom Hearts 3 was... I don't think they're going to oversell uh, Shin Megami Tensei 5, to be honest with you. They've... How to put it? They've shown nothing but development footage. Introduced new demons. Yeah, the biggest issue I have with that, though, is how long did we see development footage of Worlds from Kingdom Hearts 3? I, I hate to go back to that one, but it's another one of those that's just... The diehard fans are hyped about. Right. And it's just, with that being the other thing, so many diehard fans being hyped about it, you know there's gonna be fucking someone out there. I wanna know why the fuck they're allowing the main character to gather up Magatsuhi. Oh. Nocturne. Magatsuhi was the lifeblood, uh, or lifeblood, life, Magatsuhi is life energy. Okay. You gather up a metric fuckton of Magatsuhi, take it to the Kagetsuchi, the big old shining orb in the middle of the vortex world. Right. And you're allowed to make your reason the, the laws for the new world. <clears throat> okay. Okay, so, now, now we're stemming back to Nocturne again. But there's a reason for this. You, the Demi-Fiend, are transported to the Vortex world. You were supposed to be somebody who was developing a reason. Just like your friend, your two friends. Right. Well, Lucifer came in and kind of fucked that up and made you a half-demon. Kagatsuchi's relatively pissed. Which portion that you're Oh, no, 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 no. Let me let me stem back. Let me stem back. Kagut, you were you were supposed to be a human developing a reason, but you're being born into the vortex world without a reason. You meet with and then uh, you're intercepted by Lucifer, who makes you a half demon, thereby taking away your ability to form a reason. Basically, taking your free will. Yeah. Okay. So you are. Your entire thing is, I need to... Oh, sorry. Two friends and douchebag. A friend of me. Not even a friend of me. You hate him. Um, okay. You're Kaiba. Hikawa. That's his name. He's the one that made, that, that made the whole conception happen. Oh, I'm sorry. I called him your Kaiba. Yeah, Kaiba your Kaiba. And Hikawa is... Uh, Relatively similar. Yeah. So Hikawa's the one that sent all of this into motion. Okay. He wants absolute silence. Uh, how to put it? His, I don't remember too much about his reason. I just know that he wants absolute stillness, absolute stagnation, no progression. 
Okay. Everybody to just shut the fuck up so that he can enjoy his thoughts. Your friend... Oh, God. Isamu? It's like he's an emo kid. Yeah. Your friend Isamu wants to give everybody their own pocket universe where they have pure control over everything. Okay. Your friend uh, Chiaki, her reason is survival of the fittest. That's the closest you're going to get to chaos. Okay. Uh, straight Darwinism. All right. Um. Well, Should to get yeah, regardless, to get these reasons, or to be able to make one of these reasons the law of the new world, you have to gather up Kagatsuchi, or uh, sorry, Maga Magatsuki. Okay. Which is the life energy of the universe. Okay, so you basically got the got a dragon. <laughs> Got to gather the dragon balls. Yes. You don't gather any Magats uh, Magatsuhi. You go support a reason or side with Lucifer and try to kill God. Well, an aspect of God. Kagatsuchi is a fragment of God. True demon ending is the canonical ending. Well, not canonical. Is the widely accepted canon ending. Because it gives you the most exposition. Okay. That's you side with Lucifer and try to go kill God. Well, yeah. Um, other than that, you pick one of the three reasons and go with it. Okay. Or the uh, the the false reason. The one of the characters is possessed by a demon, and I can't remember too much about that because I didn't play through that route. I just kind of scanned the wiki. I played through the uh, the three reason routes. Right. I can't remember one or two of them. I can't remember two of them, but I remember TDM or TDE because true demon ending. Because right. that's the one that I always end up going through because that's what gives you the most story. Okay. That and also, I mean, honestly, everyone wants to play a little bit evil. Right. Right. I mean, think about it. That's part. As much as I hate to say it, like when playing Fable or Diablo or Fable or anything that has a morality choice to it in real life i'm not gonna go around stabbing random people right but in a video game you can that's why grand theft auto is so popular and i feel it's because there is no consequence to it yeah like listen if one of the creators for doom was a mormon and was down with it it's not Satanists. You're slaying demons. If anything, it's <clears throat> worshipping workshop tools like chainsaws. Right. Right. But... So that's so that's the explanation of Magatsuhi and its okay. uses. Why the fuck is it in 5? What do they do in 5? You gather it up to give you a special, bo a special attack. It's like getting TP in uh, one of these RPG Maker games. Okay. HP, NP, TP. Right. Yeah. You gather up Magatsuhi to unleash more devastating attacks, I do believe. That's what that's what it's marketed as, but why Magatsuhi of all things? Well, if you're a demon, wouldn't you need life force? Yeah, but that was supposed to... Okay. That was supposed to be an in-universe thing for three. 
Well, if it seems like a lot of stuff is stemming back from 3, why couldn't it be like a continuation or a branch off of said universe? Well, the only thing that makes sense is because technically speaking, it's uh, interdimensional travel is how you end up in ruined Tokyo. But it's not Vortex World ruined Tokyo, it's ruined Tokyo. Well, then, if you're coming through a different world, wouldn't it make sense if you're coming from a different version of Tokyo? Right. And they alluded to, uh, and a lot of the early tra trailers alluded to a shape that looked a lot like Demi-Fiend, but isn't Demi-Fiend. Couldn't there be like a Shadow Tokyo? Uh, it's, how to put it, once again, it's interdimensional. It's kind of like a Mala Network. It's not Shadow Tech. Uh, it's not, it's full, okay, explain your Shadow Tokyo. Okay, so... There is a theory in actual, like, real physics mm -hmm. that there is layers to our universe, to our to our existence, right? Right. Right. In every single layer, not every single layer. Once again, this is not all. Not this TV exists in multiple different planes. Okay, planes of existence. Right. But the TV in this plane is not the TV that's in this plane. And these two TVs are not the same as the TV in this plane. I see what you're getting at. They're minute differences. So, why couldn't it be that one of those portals opening up was transferring into one of those realms where the demons there need Magatsushi for power, not... No, this is more continuity. Okay. Like, why, why is Magatsuhi here? Why are they alluding to all this shit? Well, if it's in one realm, wouldn't it be in all realms? Because it, it is a pervasive life force. Yeah, but once again, I'm, they, they self-contain... Okay, they, self con, they contain a lot of their stories within their own stories. Okay. Once they, once they close down a story, that's the end of the story beat. Why couldn't it be something that's spreading from those stories? Once again, one of those, one of those sides of being, oh, sorry. You're good. Distraction. Well, the thing is, is Maggie Boops used distraction. <laughs> it was highly effective. So it's, they're all really self-contained except for a, a few loose connections. The only thing that, but it, it's being elaborated on that it's not even it's a it's not even a loose connection to Nocturne. Okay, because I was gonna say, look, look, you're talking about a game series that connected two games by a video game cartridge. Right. And so, I mean, if they can connect two games through a video game cartridge, and I mean, the only other, the only other game that Demi Fiend shows up in is, uh, no, I think there's two. Demi Fiend shows up as a DLC in 4, I do believe, and in Digital Devil Saga 1 and 2. Okay. As bosses. Or, sorry, I might be wrong about him showing up in both games. Uh, in my in my notes, I have it wrote down, I did not play Digital Devil Saga 1 and 2. It's only an honorable mention because it's so dope. Because okay. what little bit that I did play was pretty fucking dope. Gotcha. 
Now, is there any way to play any of these games? Legally? Uh, well, if you have the ROMs for it, I'm sure you can. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if you have the actual cartridges, I'm sure yeah. you Yeah, if you make a ROM dump with the actual cartridges, yes, you can play the games. Okay. It I will, that is my official stance on it. I do not condone the su or support piracy, even if the games are 20 fucking years old. And are no longer available on said console. Right. Good luck finding a copy of Digital S Devil Saga 1 and 2. For what system? PS2. Good luck finding a working PS2. <laughs> exactly. I do not condone the pirating of different games. But, yeah, exactly. But that's... Honestly, that's probably going to be the only way that you play them unless you sit there and scrounge around the interwebs and pay 200 plus dollars. So, I'm not I'm not going to give you the go-ahead, but you do what you want. There is ways to play them. Yes. Okay. If you look hard enough, you will... If you build it, nerds will come. <laughs> I wonder if the guy who invented vibrators thought that. <laughs> wow. But, yes, there are ways to play these. You never wanted that? No. Uh, no, we're not on that same level. Hi, how are you? I think you said that wrong. How high are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. Sorry. I derail us a lot, my bad. Oh, you're good, you're good. I like feeling the tangentials. No, oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, where do I stem from that? It's it's to say that any game it's it's implied that any game that Demi Fiend shows up in is in the Amala network. Okay. But I'm not sure about five. It was pretty fucking heavily stated that it's not in continuity with three. Alright. Well, game companies have also been known to lie, too. So it could be in continuity. It's just, I shit my pants a little when I saw the word Magatsuhi. Kingdom Hearts 3, I'm looking at you. Fucking right. liars. Right, right. Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. That's a mess all on its own. That was built for computers, and they just said, fuck it, here, have it on console. Dude, even on computers it was shit. Depending on what you ran, but you needed $4,000 to run a $50, a $60 game. I needed 4640 You needed a large amount of money. But I think I've gotten what I wanted to get out out when okay. it came to this game series. We are coming up on an hour and a half. All right. So I'm going to say thank you guys for listening. I know that we jumped around a lot in the continuity of the games and we only explained a couple few games. We will be doing episodes later on in the series covering most, if not all, topics that we've done in more depth later on. Right. Uh, season 2, for example, will end up being a Warhammer season. Season 3 can be Megami Tensei. Now, can we get a ballpark on how long these seasons are going to be? Because, I mean, on Warhammer alone, there's... Well, I was thinking quite possibly just making them, like... 15 episode seasons oh my 15. you do realize there are some 
podcasts out there who have covered, who have been 100 episodes plus. Just on Warhammer or just on War, uh, uh, fucking SMT. Well, SMT is a different story. Most of these, most podcasts, or most things that cover SMT. You know, I've noticed most that cover SMT are in passing. Right. But, like, the main ones, like SMTN, Shin Megami Tensei Network. Right. Spencer Presley. He, uh, he doesn't cover just storyline. He covers Atlas News. Okay, so he's more of just that whole. Atlas as a whole. Okay. Massive fan of Shin Megami Tensei. Most of his stuff is SMT or Persona related, but he covers news as a whole as well. Okay. Um, shoot, uh, shit, Megaten Marathon? They went game by game. I I heard they're not running anymore. I heard that from Spencer. I'm not sure. I will get back to you. Okay. But they ran through as many games as they could and then just petered out. Oh. Anything that starts up as anything that starts up and markets itself as a uh, an SMT related channel, mo- not I'm not gonna say most. They they fizzle out. Not very. Yeah, Gnarly hasn't been uploading nearly as much. He still leaves the channel up for viewing purposes and money, but... Pretty much they've hit the end of what uh, can be covered. Last, to- last time I've read, a, uh, I've seen a video on him, he was in college. Oh, okay, I, well... I'm not too sure, but... That may have something to do with the lack of updates as well. College right. can be pretty taxing. I don't really watch LaRue, even though I should. And Marsh, I'm not too sure on him either. Uh, his frequency of uploads... I haven't been following him too long, but generally speaking, it's like it's it's the slow march of the uh, it's the slow march. Slow march to a slow death. Yeah. Gotcha. It's it's like looking at Space Marines. Slow march to take over a planet, or slow march to take uh, to their death. Actually, right now, Space Marines are a dying breed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Primaris are taking over. My point exactly. But. Thank you guys for listening. You can find us at, on, you can find us on Facebook as at Jack of All Games. You can find us on Twitter at Jack of Most Games. You can find our Reddit board at Jack of Most Games Lounge. Yep. You can also find us on Spotify as Jack of All Games. You can find us on Google Podcast under the same title, Jack of All Games. You can find us on Anchor FM as Jack of All Games. And speaking of Anchor FM, don't mind, don't mind the subscription button. I did it so that I set that up so that I didn't have to look at that on my dashboard. Uh, we're probably not going to use that. Uh, we're not going to run our subscription service through Anchor. I didn't even want a want a subscription service this early on i just got it set up so that anchor would leave me alone yeah so basically it was a shut up anchor bit not 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 for you guys to give us money yeah we're not even at that point yet no no we do this right now just because we can sit down and nerd out for about an hour and a half and have a valid excuse right it's productive we're actually producing something right regardless thank you for joining us this has been justin and the bean Signing off, and you guys have a great rest of your time. You can always just call us BJ. Beat fuck off. <laughs>